Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Fear fans? This was an Alicia-heavy episode in Fear of the Walking Dead. This land is your land. Season 3, episode 13. Don't click away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, everybody? Is anybody feeling patriotic? <laughs> we just had to open. I love how you like laughed at my lame joke. Thank you, Natalie. Um, you know, we just had to open up with this episode because of the title episode um, and because of the backstory from Alicia. We loved this episode. But first, let's get into intros. I am your host, Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And I am joined by my Alicia Crazy Fan host, Hi guys, I'm Natalie Dyer. You can find me at, at Natalie Dyer, N-A-T-A-L-E-D-Y-E-R on all social media platforms. I'm so excited about this episode. I loved it. It was amazing. I'm glad you loved it. Did you drink a few Red Bulls before we started? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you can laugh at my joke, but you're like, like talking 50 miles an hour. I'm so excited. This was just such a such a good episode. This was such a great episode, not only because of the acting that we mm-hmm. got from Alicia Debenham Carey's character, but also because of the certain twists that they put in this episode that I've never really seen before. Oh, this was like the peak, in my opinion, of Fear the Walking Dead. Like, they're... I mean, like we said, wow. they started off this season with a bang and they're just going to keep on going. They only have two episodes left, you guys. Two three. episodes, well, three, but we're assuming that the last episode is going to be a two-hour finale. It is. Um, yep. So our last day was which, which day did you say? October, uh, October 15th. Yes. October 15th. After my birthday. Yes. And then The Walking Dead comes back, which we might be covering because we are The Walking Dead Weekly, if you guys haven't noticed. Uh, more details to come on that. Um, but back to Fear of the Walking Dead. What did you think of everybody in the pantry? Did you think that they were going to freak out that soon? <laughs> Well, they weren't getting any air, so yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. The air problem did come in quite early. I was like, if it's not one thing, it is another. Yeah, of course. I mean, I would I would be panicking, especially if there were, wasn't any air, because you have no idea how long you would be stuck down there. Right. And there's no real way to like measure if the hordes moved on or not without opening the doors and dying. <laughs> which, I, which I found a little interesting, because I, I assumed that they would be able to open the door like just a crack... To get some kind of, like, have people shuffle up there and open the door crack just so they can get some air and then back. Uh, yeah, that, well, that would just attract the infected to I you, would not? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I didn't really think about that, to be honest. It's a smart idea, but at the same time... <laughs> she said I'm smart, I just want everybody to <laughs> point that out. It, it's a smart idea, except for that it was a huge horde that were pushing over entire mm-hmm. RVs. Yes. So, would they be able to hold the door closed? In order for people to breathe, right? Like you're risking, you're you're high, you're it's highly highly risky. And as we've seen in other episodes of this and The Walking Dead, it only takes one or two mm-hmm. walkers in order to get in there and just screw everything up. Right. So yeah, maybe Which, that's let's just we'll have to talk about that's kind of ironic just because of the end of the episode. But yes. we can talk about that later. Yes, we will. Wow. Um. So Alicia figures out that they only have about two hours of air left. Why? 
Because like you said, she got into which university? <laughs> Berkeley. Like, Berkeley. we all forget that this girl got into a major university before she this all happened. Yeah. She didn't get to go, but she was very clearly smart. Yes. And I loved that we got that kind of uh, throwback to seeing that this she is, like, book smart. Yeah. And how did you, what did you think of the plan of having the people that were bitten come forward? Uh, well, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. That's... Really? Yeah, that's the only way you could... So they're not going to start just killing people. What, were, what was... What, what you Well, done? no, no. I just thought that it was... It's just one of those really sensitive things. Like, you're asking people... And I'm really surprised that the writers put this over so smoothly and there was, like, no rights or anything like that. Because I honestly thought that people were going to put up a fight when they asked them to do this. I think you're underestimating people's... Um, Willingness humanity. to follow... Oh. Their humanity, because they know they've been bitten. They know they're going to turn at some point. And I, so they can either turn earlier or, or die earlier and, and not turn and put these people in further danger. But they can die earlier and provide more air for the chance that these people could live. But you're also talking about the same people that about two to three episodes ago, mm-hmm. ago were saying, you know, it's our water, not your water. No, it's That's our different. land, not your land. Like... They were so segregated and so separated in their mind thinking that I would assume that some people would be like, well, let the, you know, Native American people go first because this is our bunker. You know, this is just what I thought would happen. Okay. okay. I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from with that thought. But uh, one, they're all in this situation together. Mm -hmm. Um, All in this <laughs> um, yes, you guys, we did just break out High School Musical. Taking it back. Um, anyway, so they're all in the same situation, and it's I don't I don't know how to explain. It. I think that if everybody's in a cruddy situation, you're you just gonna have to s- band together. Yeah, you band together and you step up. And for these people who have been bitten, they're going to die either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are much more willing to sacrifice when. That's the only option. This is the only option they had. They didn't for the water thing. It was like, well, then get off the land, go find water somewhere else. Right. So that was more petty, and they were allowed to like argue over it. However, um, you know, in this situation, you kind of you have to step up. You have to allow other people to live, especially if you've if you're deathly ill, which is essentially what you are when you've gotten bit. Mm-hmm. Like you need to step up and yeah. do this. And so I was, I wasn't shocked. I was a little shocked that. Um, Alicia was like, we're doing this and we're asking right away and they weren't going to go about it some other way or try to, like, manipulate people into, um, you know, being off in some form uh, because generally people are like you and they don't believe that, that you know, yeah. the humanity and people, they will come forward and say, I've been bitten and I want, like, I will sacrifice myself for your lives. Yeah, no, I too was surprised that Alicia was on board so fast because she was the one that was like, they'll kill you for trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's initially why I thought the riot or whatever, whatever was going to break out was going to happen. Um, well, because that would, that would be going about it in a, uh, a, a sneaky way and, and just saying, well, we need to just see if whoever's bit, but they weren't going to say, Oh, you know, the fan's not working. So we're not getting air. Yeah. They were just going to try and do that and keep, it's keeping people in the dark. And if you keep people in the dark, the chances of revolt is going to be a lot higher. No, I agree. So you agree on Alicia's way of phrasing that entire situation? Yeah. Okay. Oh, 100%. I think it was the smartest, best move that she or anybody there could have done. So 
Did you think that Alicia was going to be the one to kill these people? <laughs> I was, I didn't think they would make her do it. Um, Who did you think it was going to be? I was assuming it would be someone older. Uh, honestly, just someone older who mm-hmm. could maybe handle it. Because we got to remember Alicia's only 18, maybe 19, 19 at this point. Yeah. It, time is an illusion. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. But she's very young. And to put something like this on her shoulders, yes, she suggested it. But I, I, just, I was hoping she didn't have to. I was very proud of her for following through and, and doing it. But yeah. yeah, that was rough. I was going back and forth. I was like, they're going to make her do it. No, she's not going to do it. They're going to make her do it. No, she's not going to do it. <laughs> Marvin Richardson in the chat. Welcome uh, yeah. to our show. Um, would you have come forward if you were bitten? Absolutely. You would have? Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have been hesitant because it's like, you want to, you have a time clock on you. You're going to die. Yeah. Um, and now it's been shortened down to, oh, you're going to die from the infection in let's say an hour. But now they're saying shorten that down to 10 minutes. Yeah. So if I had family there, I would definitely want to have like a moment to say goodbye. Um, you'd want that hour to be like, I love yeah. you and all etc. But absolutely, I would know that I was going to die and I would rather sacrifice myself for my loved ones or for these other people yeah. to have a chance to live in this god-awful world. Which is funny because you as somebody who was bitten would want to come forward, but your family wouldn't want you to come forward. Right. Even though they exactly. know. It's just, it's like this really weird juxtaposition of... You have to come forward. I know you do, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to. But I don't want to lose you. Yeah. 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 So I thought great. that I thought that was that whole dynamic was really interesting this episode, which I also found interesting was Blake was the first one to come forward. And I think the main reason why he was the first one to come forward is because he saw Because Alicia saw him. Well, yes, that and also he was with Troy when they were killing people. So he he saw That's what true. happens when people turn. That's true. So a lot I, of them don't know what the world is outside of this. Right. So I think that he just, you know, grew a pair and just stepped forward. Um perhaps, yeah. What one question and maybe a criticism that I would have of this episode was and I think they addressed it slightly, but why didn't they use those people who were who were bitten to go outside and maybe clear a path or, or to go up and clear the vent instead of, you know, having Ophelia and crazy dog do it. Because as I mean, Alicia said it, if you send someone into the vent who is infected, who is bitten, you have no idea how long they have before they turn. Mm. And so they could turn on the way up there. And then anybody you send after is going to have to face that person and more. That's true. It's going to become much more difficult to then, get to the vent to clear it. Then why not have them at least go outside to, you know, fight for their lives? You know what I mean? I would want to be that person that's like, I'm not going to sit there while you give me a morphine drip and, like, stab me in the back of the skull. No. I want to go out fighting, so put me outside and let me kill as many of these things as I can before I go. You know what I mean? But I, then I guess opening the door like, is just that, a, as much of a risk, too. It's so even more of a risk. Yeah. It's even more of a risk than sending someone up to get the vents. Who's infected. What I didn't expect to happen was Alicia to freak out so much after really? she started putting them down. I didn't think that she would. I thought that she had resigned her fact to the, to herself to the fact that she was the one to do this and she had to be strong. I didn't expect her to freak out. Um, I, I, like, personally, I know she's strong. I think you know she's strong. All of us know she's strong. But the thing is, um, killing someone who is still technically alive is a lot different than killing a walker or right. infected. Um and I think that hit her a lot harder than she expect, maybe expected it to. I think she knew it was going to be hard. But I think it hit her a lot harder the first death. Because like, you're killing, in her mind, probably innocent people. Yeah. They are innocent. Mm-hmm. They are just victims of an unfortunate circumstance. circumstance. Yeah. And that's rough. That's, that's really rough. I think... 
she's lost some of her humanity from killing infected, but this was kind of the last, I don't want to say humanity, but it's like the last, it's like, you know, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like a, maybe like a moral kind of, like a, just like that sense of, um, I don't know, likeness. I I, I want to say humanity because it's like, I think humanity is a good word. You're losing humanity, but she still loves, she still fights for people. So I don't think she lost that necessarily. It's, it's, um, but I think you do have to kind of like shut yourself off yeah, in order to do acts of violence like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the introduction of, uh, the older woman, Christine. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her character. I liked the bonding moment that her and Alicia established. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Uh, well, I want to, um, I think there was the bonding moment when she tells Alicia, you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be strong for these people. And then there's the bonding moment when they are, um, when Christine kind of steps in as, like, a surrogate mother. Yeah. Like, Alicia really needed somebody that mm-hmm. she could sort of, like, that she could lean on. And Christine was there. And Christine was, like, supportive. And, I mean, she still made Alicia do the deed. But she was there supporting her. And she was yeah. like, life isn't always like this. Like, bad things happen. But also, you can go, what did she say, bungee jumping. Yeah. You know, um, which you can't really do in a zombie apocalypse. But, you know, you can do things that will make you feel alive. Right. I think my favorite line from Christine in that moment was when she said, you know, you have to rely on hope even when it's hopeless. There's still hope. Um, And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's what gets you through situations like this. Because when you're at the bottom of the barrel and you literally pretty much have nothing else to live for... Mm -hmm then what do you rely on? It's the whole um, hope finds a way. Yeah, exactly. As long as you have some form of hope, there's a chance you will get out of this situation. (laughs) You might just get out of the situation. Yeah. Taking a step back, um, two people that are trying to keep hope alive, uh, Nick and Troy, even though Troy is the one that started this whole thing, um, try to devise a plan to save everybody that's in the pantry. Mm -hmm. Um, And they come up with this brilliant idea to set fire to the fuel reserves, cause this explosion. Um, But on the way there, they get into a car crash because Troy thought it'd be a good idea to start hitting infected on the way there. What did you think of that? Was that what happened? Yes. Well, no, I just thought... Because he wanted to drive through them so bad. Okay, I just thought that they had to drive through them. I mean, he did essentially have to, but I feel like he was having more of a good time doing it. Oh, no, he was definitely having a good time, but I just didn't think that he was... I just thought they had to get from point A to point B, and that in order to do that, they had to go through infected. Uh, Which, granted, I didn't understand why they didn't just lead the horde away with the... With the grenade launcher. Like, the remaining grenade launcher. Right. Um, But... Yeah, I thought they were just, they were driving through because they had to. What I, I didn't, didn't understand was why the windows were open. No, um, I told you, I, was like, <laughs> I think it's so they can see better. Um, and then he, and he still <laughs> crashed. And then he crashed literally a second later. I'm like, okay, let's go with that argument, shall we? Let's go with the fact that they had the windows rolled down to see better. Why, when all this blood was on the windshield, didn't you stick your head out to see where you were going? Like, <laughs> nobody know. thought of this. No, you just wanted the windows. I guess it was hot in there. Maybe they just needed, oh, it probably like, was. you know. It probably was hot in the car. Uh, but also, <laughs> like, if we're taking a step back and we say, oh, it's a TV show, it's a lot easier to film through nothing of than course. through windows, which will reflect back that there's a camera. 
there. I get so. it. But I mean, we're in 2017. If they can't figure out how to mount a, t- a, t- a camera on like the dash or something to film this, then well, like we have a, an issue. Okay. You realize that they use much nicer cameras in these shows? No, no, no. I get that. I'm just saying the windows being opened was a real problem for me. That's all I'm saying about I know, it. I know. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> when... Alicia was telling this camp story. Just going back to Alicia really quick. Because yeah, this was Alicia a very, like we said, um, Nick. Nick. No, yeah. it um, was Alicia. And Christine. Christine yes. Yeah. Um, but Alicia goes into this camp story um, about Nick. And I really enjoyed this moment because we haven't really heard from Alicia on what really connects her to Nick to emotionally. Um, yes, they are. Siblings. Exactly. Yes, they're brother and sister. Um, they grew up together. Fine. That really doesn't make people close. But it seems like Nick was always trying to protect her from the beginning as well when they were younger and I'm sure there are other situations as well but this is just one in particular what did you think of this story sure I, I got a, a couple of things from it I think one it was Alicia reminding herself like mm. so when they were listing things that like happy thoughts essentially yeah. happy things that had happened yeah um and I think this was partially Alicia remembering why she loves Nick and why she trusts him mm-hmm. um because the last few episodes, she's been ragging. Not, I don't want to say ragging on him, but she's had conflict with him. Yeah, they've been I mean, distant. for like for years, probably ever yeah, since he's gone on drugs and yeah. everything. Um, I think we haven't seen it. You're right, especially. I think the last time we truly saw it were maybe they were on the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the first episode, they're together and Nick's in the hospital bed and she's feeding him, eating his Jello or feeding him Jello, something along those lines. <laughs> uh, and I think those are the few moments, and we get them few and far between. And um, this was a moment where he wasn't there, but it was remembering it. And it was very important for Alicia to have that memory. Yeah. That being said, she does say uh, everyone always loved him. Like, so yes, it was him coming to her rescue, but he was still the The favorite. The center of attention and the favorite. still the favorite. So it was a subtle line. It probably doesn't mean a whole lot, but I think... There's a hint of jealousy there. I don't know if it's jealousy. I'm, there was just something there. I thought it was very interesting that that was a line that was thrown in. Do you think it's a little bit of... Um, I can't think of the word right now, but when you don't like somebody because of what they're... Oh, I can't think of the word right now. Uh, scratch it. Um, okay. <laughs> what I thought was um, foreshadowing. I thought because she was telling the story about how Nick was coming to save her during, you know, This Land is Your Land. She mm-hmm. says the title uh, episode name. Um and that he was going to be, trash. yeah, that he was going to, like, yeah. blast in and save her again. That's sure. initially what I thought was going to happen. Okay. Um, but it didn't. We will get to that as I well. Think, I think it was it was probably why she was telling the story, because she was hoping that he, it was her hope yeah. that he was coming to save her. Right. Um, much like the, the your land is my land situation. I just, I don't, I don't know what that, like, it, yeah. it was a touching moment, but it was, she was hoping he was coming but obviously he's not and yeah yeah well like i said in the beginning of the episode there were a lot of um unique twists that the writers put in this episode um one of them was the fact that people start passing out and then turning um i didn't i didn't see that coming and okay here's what my initial thought of course you did but here's my initial thought and i think i just like to play devil's advocate (laughs) with you is i thought that somebody who was bitten Mm -hmm. wasn't going to come forward and then that person was going to turn, and then so on and so forth. And that's how people were going to start turning. So that was definitely one of my thoughts. Okay. I definitely thought that somebody who... And I actually thought it was Christine for a while. Oh. I really did think that Christine would be the one who had not come forward 
and was going to turn. Mm -hmm. um, just because what, like, poetic irony that would be. Yeah. Um, but I also, as soon as they were, they were like, there is no air. Um, <laughs> I, I, I knew that they would pass out and then eventually people would start dying. And honestly, uh, I thought Christine would have turned sooner because, uh, and this is really bad, but elderly people don't inhale oxygen as much mm -hmm. as... Because their capillaries and their veins are... Yeah. All, yeah. So I was figuring that the elders would turn first. Mm. And that was also kind of a reason I thought Alicia was one of the few that survived. Yeah, it was interesting that everybody started passing out at around the same time, yeah, now that you bring that up. Yeah, she looked up and, like, everybody was, was down. Yeah. And that was interesting to me, but I, I just assumed she has a better constitution than everybody else. Right, yeah. Well, so there's no air. Everybody's passing out um, and then turning. Um, but Ophelia and Crazy Dog... Or getting bit. Or getting, or getting bit, right. <laughs> um, but Ophelia and Crazy Dog, or Lee, whichever one you want to call him, um, are on a mission to go clear the vent. Yes. What I liked about this is that we got a little backstory of Crazy Dog, or Lee. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel bad calling him Crazy Dog this whole time, because he has a name. His name's Lee, or That's whatever. Lee, Lee, um, Lee, Lee, Lee. But apparently he gets stuck, he has this panic attack, whatever, and to calm him down, Ophelia talks to him, and we find out that he was in Iraq, and there was a lot of... 9-11 I was like, gonna say we also had Christine's husband who was in the first tower yeah so so I thought that that was interesting on the mm -hmm. writer's part I don't know why they picked this episode to bring all of that in um I didn't think it was overkill I actually enjoyed yeah, yeah. the fact that it, that for Crazy Dog to have been a soldier in Iraq just made sense to me because he is like kill first ask questions later and essentially that's what happened in Iraq <laughs> They weren't and asking I, okay, any questions. Okay, true, but I, uh, soldiers are actually trained to not kill first and then ask questions. They're legitimately trained better than our, our police force. No, 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 so. yeah, no. That was not a, a dig at <laughs> okay, our military force you know whatsoever. Military no, we have the utmost well respect for them. But I just feel like because going into the war in Iraq, and this is just getting a little political really quick, um, they didn't exactly know why they were there. And that's why I meant, like, you know, Same just go there um, now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I get that. I actually really thought it was nice that they had the Twin Tower and they had um, uh, Lee have a panic attack because they both talked about fear. Yeah. So he has a panic attack based perhaps on memories from um, oh. Iraq. And it's all fear. And, and Christine was talking about how oh, her, da her husband uh, died in the first tower and then she lived in fear. Which, with Jerry, her second husband. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, which is the title of the show, Fear the Walking Dead. Right. It's fear. And it, it's mainly, I think that's what we deal with a lot in this show, a lot more than The Walking Dead itself. And I really enjoyed it. I didn't mind that it was both sort of related to 9-11, especially because um, I think we went into Afghanistan first. Yeah, So and then Iraq. Iraq yes, was you're separate. right. You're right. <laughs> um, technically. Uh, so... To me, it didn't. It wasn't correlated or, or necessarily together. It was just both about fear and how to deal with it. What did you think of that like chilling moment of them having to clear out the vent? Um, did you think that because they were so close to where the 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 oxygen was coming from that Lee would pass out? Uh, well, I didn't. I honestly didn't think he would pass out. Um, because they are right there, and it to me it looked like only part of the vent was essentially blocked, mm -hmm. but the fan was not propelling any air down, which means that it wouldn't sink. Yeah, but you could still see the outside from where they were. True, but it doesn't 
necessarily mean that enough air, especially because he's been going on such little air, would um, then infiltrate his his infiltrate his, his lungs infiltrate in order to bring him back to life. <laughs> um, yeah, they definitely needed the the constant flow. Right. And no, he yeah. wasn't getting that. So I didn't think I thought she would be able to get up there and um, at least kill the infected before he passed out. Um, it might have worked better that he passed out before and he came, the, the infected came down with him because I don't think Ophelia would have been able to climb back up and pull him down. Well, it was, I mean, what, I think what they had originally planned was her to climb up there, stab him in the head and then pull him down. Right. But that clearly didn't happen. So that right. was a close call. Right. But for... she would have had to like re-climb up. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think she had enough oxygen in her no, or, so, or fight yeah. left in her to do that. So it did work out. Better. I agree. And that definitely was a close call for Ophelia. And then going back to Alicia, where we left her, was her finding an infected already up and walking around and biting on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then attacks her. And then she somehow... It was a very lucky kill. Yes. Because it was her fighting, fighting, fighting. And then the infected falls on her and she happens to get her knife in just in the right spot yeah. so that it hits her the infected like to hit the brain right um and then she passes out from lack of oxygen yes so it was a very lucky kill especially because then she was protected by the infected on top of her from the further infected which were starting to get up around that time too was i the only one that thought that alicia would in turn because this infected fell on her that she would be covered in the blood and everybody else was going to be eaten, but she was going to be the only one not because they wouldn't smell her? Um, Did you think that? I thought I thought she was more protected than she was, perhaps. Um, I thought maybe she would have more blood, but, I mean, as we learned from Nick, you have to be legitimately just, like, covered in it. Yeah. And she wouldn't have been covered. It would have That's just true. been some on her chest from from the knife stab on her, on her throat. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I could I could have seen that happening, and she was very lucky that it was on her. Yeah, well, speaking of Nick, while him, she was out. Right, and Nick and Troy are still in the helicopter, um, which I just thought was a missed opportunity for the writers, because I feel like Nick and Troy didn't really do anything this episode. They crashed the car, and they hid in the helicopter. That's really all they did. Yeah. I mean... What, were, what would you have wanted them to do instead? I mean, maybe... I mean, because then we find out that this explosion goes off, and Madison and the whole team comes running in to save Alicia. Well, I mean, I think, wait for first. What happens is that uh, Alicia wakes up. Right. The, they clear the vent. Alicia wakes up. She has. We. I think you thought that she'd maybe been bitten because right. there was one like on her f- leg, which I for a second too I was like, oh shit, did she get? Did she get bit? Yeah. Um. But maybe it was like she has her boots that are, yeah. you know, leather. You can't bite through them. Um. But. She pulls Christine into the ammunition, the ammunition the room, room and gets a gun that has probably like 10 bullets in it. Less and, three. But yeah, I, I'm not really sure how many. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, was that already after she... No, okay, go ahead. No, no. I, I mean, mean, I'm glad that you brought up the whole ammunition thing because yeah, we had just established in the last episode yeah. that they were coming back for the guns and the ammunition and we had said last episode, oh, we didn't really think that they used all of the ammunition. I was like, there's no way they're that dumb. They didn't use but all it, of their ammunition that quickly. Turns out that they did. They did. Um, I guess they're not as good shots as they think that they are. Yeah. Um, but that's when the explosion goes off and Madison and the team come rescuing in. Yes. I didn't think that Madison and them would be back this episode. I thought that 
Troy <laughs> and Nick were going to be the ones to save them. Sure. Um, that's, so that's what I meant by I thought they were oh, going to okay. do more than just oh, stay okay. in a helicopter. Okay. You know what I mean? I see. I see. Um, yeah, I thought they would be back. I figured Madison would be at, back. We have people on our videos from last week who... I love it. Spoil- uh, e. Grupp said, spoiler alert, prediction, Madison Strand and Walker will return and save the people in the pantry by hurting the horde with the truck. So, close. Close. Sort of, yeah. Um, instead, just blew up the fuel reserves. Yeah, and caused a distraction, which is exactly yeah. what Troy and Nick wanted to do. They just didn't right. get there. Right. Um, there was a few other people, too, which I can read that later. Yeah, and but. we'll talk about that later. Um, but I just want to go into the moments after the rescue. Yeah. When Ophelia... Because there were some revelations that came about. Ophelia finds out about Daniel. Wait. We got to talk about how... Yeah. Sorry. How no, badass Alicia was. Oh. When, so the explosion goes off. She's fighting with the gun. <laughs> and then she's just fighting with the knife. And I swear to God, she kills like 10 walkers. Yeah. Or infected in that moment. She, and it was like, oh my God. Yeah. She must have been watching Travis in that pit in the first episode. Yeah. Because she was going in. She was she was killing it. Yeah. I um, feel like the writers are doing a really good job at at not making all of the focus and badassery on Madison and yeah. like divvying it up amongst the cast yeah. because we had Travis in that moment and then Alicia in this moment. Yeah, and she was she so when you said get it letting it like all you need is a couple of infected to get in and then like destroy everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny because Alicia took down 10 by herself. Right. So it's more of like people just need to be more aware of their surroundings and yeah. and not panic because I feel like everybody panics when one or two get in, and I, and um, especially at this point in the show, they should be very adept at handling one or two. Yes, agree. Anyway, I agree. We can go back to now that Madison comes in with the guns. Yes, and then going back to the revelations, how did you feel about Ophelia finding about Daniel? Because um, I, what I think what I love about Madison is that she doesn't wait like stranded. Um, she tells oh yeah. people as soon as she sees them. Oh yeah, she, well, and she says, "Did you tell her?" And then does it, which is great. Yeah. Um, I did you expect that reaction from, from Ophelia? Ophelia? Like she like was going to be relieved, yeah, and like happy. Yeah, thing? yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like if you're you thought your parent was dead, and then they came back all of a sudden, and they were alive. I mean, I would be skeptical. I wouldn't believe it necessarily, yeah. and that's probably why Taka had to be there as well mm-hmm. um, to mm. say I I saw him. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I thought she'd be relieved. I also thought, especially in this situation where the compound is lost, mm-hmm. the ranch is lost. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to be but relieved that you're alive and you find out that a loved one is alive. Um, on the opposite spectrum, mm-hmm. Alicia finds out that Jake isn't alive. Yeah. And then Nick lied for Troy. I thought I was going to throw my pad, this pad... At the television, what is he thinking? Like, what could possibly be... I I understand that you don't want to cause more chaos after all of the chaos that you've just been through, but Alicia has a right to know what really happened to her boyfriend. Well, here's the thing. I, uh, tr- He's dead because Nick hit him over the head and knocked him into the pit. Yes. So tr- Nick is feeling um, guilty as well. And... The only other person who knows about it is Troy. And Troy um, kind of stands up and says, he, he got bit, he turned, I took care of it. So he's covering for Nick. He's not pushing the blame onto Nick. So now I think Nick is trying to... Cover for him. Cover for him. It's maybe not that black and white, 
Um, I think Nick is also just a generally good human and didn't want Troy to die in that episode anyway um, when uh, when he was, you know, going to shoot him. So I, I, there's just something that Nick sees in Troy and... Yeah, I was mad. I was. I, I was know furious. you were. <laughs> I was furious. I was like, ah. and actually, my question for you is: Do you think Alicia knows that Nick's lying? Yes, she always does, and I think that might be part of the reason why like, she decided Deuce. to leave. Because I feel like she's just surrounded by death all the time, and I also think Christine's part of her conversation with you know, don't make your decisions in fear, had a lot to do with this too. Because mm-hmm. if she were to have gone to the dam with her mom and with Nick, it would have been out right. of fear. She's scared mm-hmm. that this will happen again. So I think that. Her deciding to go off on her own is actually a good thing. Oh, I'm so excited for it. I'm hoping they're not like... I was hoping in that moment before the preview that they weren't writing her off the show in some weird way. Me too. Um, But obviously, because of the preview, we see her. But I really thought that they were writing her off the show. And I was like, this is going to be such a dumb way to to write somebody off the show. Especially after all of that. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think she knows that Nick is lying. I think that she is maybe more so over the fact that her family continues to lie to her about things. Yeah. Like, they still see her as the, oh, we need, like, season one Alicia, where they were like, as the Berkeley student, as the projected Berkeley student, yeah. In season one, they were like, we're not telling, like, the first few episodes, they're like, we're not telling her what's going on. He's really sick. He's really sick. But they're not like, he's coming back from the dead and he's going to bite right. you and then you're going to die. They're just trying to protect her. And I think they're still trying to do that. And she is over it because she has grown. Um, exponentially yeah. since season one. And it's sad that they can't see that. Yes. It's infuriating. Yes. What do you think of Nick and Troy thinking that it would be a good, good idea to follow her? Well, I don't think it's Troy's <laughs> idea at all. It was well, Nick. Nick, like, yeah, but then and, Troy is like, apparently they're a bundle package now because they're so connected. Well, they are. And Troy, uh, I mean, Troy has some form of, like, connection with Nick. He is connected to him. Um, to the point where they're in the, the helicopter and he's like, there's one bullet left. Like, you or me, your choice. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. But like, he has like this weird buddy cop thing with Nick. I don't, I love it. It's you really love it? I really don't like it. I, it's, I like it. It's entertaining. I'm really mad that Nick is lying for Troy, but I do actually think it's a fun dynamic and it's fun to watch Troy like laugh as he's barreling through and Nick going, what did I get myself into? Because for once, Nick is not the crazy like, he's not the crazy one. But, see, here's why I don't like it. It's because I feel like, like you said earlier, Nick is this good-hearted, kind, like, loving human mm-hmm. being. Like, yeah, he has his drug issues and, like, all of this, but he's still at the at the, the foundation a, a good person. Sure. And I feel like because he's so close to Troy, Troy is an inherently bad person. And I just think that Troy brings him down. And that's why I don't like this relationship because I feel like Troy is going to somehow influence Nick. Because if we don't know anything, if we do know anything about drug users, it's the fact that they're very easily not manipulated but influenced. And I feel like Troy is going to influence Nick in the wrong ways. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Nick is going to—I mean, Troy is going to like figure out a way to get Nick on his thought process. Of I don't think. Life. Here's why I I like Troy. He doesn't have any ulterior motives, like at all. I don't think he thinks forward enough to be like, I'm going to get Nick to turn to something else or anything. Like, not on purpose. If he does it, it's not going to be because he's thinking, I'm going to do that. Right. It, it'll be an unintentional thing that happens. Um, and so, that I mean, that's why I like, I, I kind of like, I hate him, but I, he, he's a 
I know. He's I know. a fun character. He is a very, very fun character. So everybody's going their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Let's get into predictions to figure out what's going to happen with them. It's yes. prediction time. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Do you have any initial predictions that you want to shout off? Okay, so I, I would, if I was Alicia and I found out that Nick was following me, I would be livid, especially to find out that Troy is with Nick. Mm-hmm. I think that Alicia, I'm not sure if she'll make it to the cabin necessarily, but I think she's going to do her best to shake him. Yeah. Um, which, my girl took the Jeep. I was yeah. so proud of her. <laughs> uh, so I think that, um, I think they're going to get back to the dam and they're going, obviously they're going to have issues. I think Daniel will try and placate that, especially because they're bringing, they've brought Ophelia home. Yeah. That being said, the trailer did look like Ophelia might have fallen off the back of that water truck. So maybe they don't make it back to the dam this episode. (laughs) I think eventually they'll make it there. Um, but damn, would that be that be crazy if Ophelia dies next no, episode before I, she gets back to Daniel? I, oh man! I literally my predictions are I'm on the exact same thought process as you. Ophelia, something is going to happen to Ophelia because if we saw anything from the preview, something happens to Ophelia because when we left her in this last episode, she was on the back of the truck with Lee, right. and then they during the preview, Lee was on the truck by himself and screaming at something. To so stop I think and like, yeah, I think Ophelia, yeah. something happens to her. They get back. <sighs> Daniel is asking where she is, and like there's this non reunion. So you think that like they are legitimately going to leave Ophelia wherever they are? I don't think that is. they're going to leave her, but I do think that something is happening you to think her. She's going to die. I don't think she's going to die. I hope not because I actually think am starting to like her. Maybe they'll bring her back injured. Yes, I think I think they could bring her back injured. I think they might bring her back injured. In terms of Alicia leaving, I think I'm on the same wavelength as you. I don't mm-hmm. think she's actually going to get to this cabin um, that Jake if she told does, her about. It's not going to be what she thinks it is or what Jake remembers it as. I agree, and I think it's just too much of a happy ending. I mm-hmm. feel like she's going to encounter, I think, another strong female character that's going to help her navigate through this maybe i i mean whatever happens i am so excited to see her like uh what is what, uh, in australia because she's australian and yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a walkabout i think okay i think uh they would send the aboriginals would send their children off to do a walkabout and they would go out into the desert for oh and see if they can survive see if they can survive and come back and i know so what you're talking I, about i i think that's what it's called if it's not my bad um I'm very excited to see what happens. I am kind of expecting a showdown between Alicia and Nick and maybe Troy. Like, Troy's going to be there because he's there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm really waiting for the, like... I want, I want Alicia to call Nick on his lie. Yeah. And, um, which maybe would lead to a fight, like a physical fight between Alicia and Troy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe Nick has to kill Troy in that situation in order to... Um, save Alicia. Agreed. And they're also going back to the dam. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I found really ironic in this episode, you guys, was the fact that they fought so hard to keep Broke Jaw, and Broke Jaw still fell. Um, do we have any shout outs? Okay, we have a bunch of shout outs along with some predictions. So let's start with Cat, uh, uh, who I get to just call Cat this time and not struggle <laughs> with the name because she says, hey guys, Cat is fine. Woo! Um, she, I'm just going to skip to the part where she says, um, 
She, I enjoyed how Troy accepted the infected as the new beginning of life, just like how Herschel saw them as the Bible's prophecy coming to light and Cecilia or Celia and seeing mm-hmm. them as a new norm. Uh, I hope she keeps, hopes they keep Troy though. Walking Dead messed up by killing Shane. I think Fear will keep Troy. He's crazy, irrational, and soci- sociopathic, but the guy is redeemable like Shane in, in her opinion. Um, was it redeemable too? I don't necessarily... She did point out that um, Nick said fuck. And apparently AB, uh, AMC is allowing two uh, curses a oh, season cool. now. Okay. So that was cool. We totally just skipped over it, probably because we're so used, so used to hearing it. In that's the, our new norm. And, yeah. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't even register at this point. Um, so thanks. I I think they're going to keep Troy too. Honestly, I think so too. I think if I I, w- I still think that showdown might come da- come up, but. Um, we had, I already shouted him out. We've got Jay Snowden who says, Hey guys, love the episode. It was intense. I really liked how Alicia's becoming somewhat of a leader to the Rangers. Well, that's kind of out the window now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, that's crazy to me because she must only be about 17, right? We talked about that as well. Thank you. Um, and I know he's a bad guy, but I really enjoy seeing Troy again. So I think we all have like, this weird soft spot for Troy, which is maybe what Nick has. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, so we've got that. And Nelson said, of course, Madison is going to save the world again. You were correct. Yep. Of course. I'm loving these Because she's Madison. Yeah. They, I mean, Madison. our fans have really, really great predictions. And we love when you guys tweet at us. We love when you guys leave comments on our yes. YouTube videos. I know it might have been a little difficult finding our YouTube video last week. Um, so hopefully they've made it easier for you guys to find us. This has been the Walking Dead Weekly slash Fear the Walking Dead episode. Slash the Alicia Show. Slash the Alicia <laughs> Show episode 13. This land is your land. Um, hit the like button if you guys liked us. Um, subscribe to AfterBuzz TV, um, the Sci-Fi Channel channel if that's where we are now um natalie where can they find you you guys can find me at, at natalie dyer n-a-t-a-l-e-e-d-y-e-r on all social media platforms i'm also on a DD podcast and we release episode new episodes every saturday it's called welcome to the dungeon hole and you can find, find us on soundcloud and at the dungeon hole on twitter her DD podcast is actually really great you guys i don't even play DD and it's, it's so really fun. fascinating <laughs> um i am timothy michael you can find me everywhere at i am timothy mike this has been once again fear the walking dead slash the walking dead weekly thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Alicia (laughs) fucking Debnam Carey! Buzz you later. (laughs) Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.